1: First ever episode of Views from Stadium Boulevard. My name is Hannah Harshi and I'm here with my friend Harley Johnson. We're both University of Michigan students and we talk a lot about Michigan basketball and football, so we decided to give you guys the privilege of listening to our conversations every other week as we discuss it.
0: But of course, we are excited um, to have you guys join us in on this journey together and we're looking forward to what this season has and and looking to what March has in store for Michigan basketball.
1: Mm yeah. So, yeah. so it's weird to think about how literally one week ago, today's Friday or Thursday, um, we were complaining about how we we're always going to be ranked number two. We're like, there's nothing we can possibly do to be ranked number one. Duke could lose every single game and they would still be ranked number one because like every AP voter has a crush on Zion Williamson. <laughs> um, and just complaining about that a lot. So now that a lot has happened in this past week. Um, we just came off of two really messy games, and it's sort of weird to think about what that could mean for Michigan basketball. But yeah, so first we're going to go over the Wisconsin game, and then we'll go into a little bit of a recap of the
0: Minnesota game. So um, min- Michigan went into, I <laughs> <Yeah>, Minnesota, super <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, Michigan went in ranked number two um, against Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin was unranked. And we, deli- we were delivered Yikes. our first loss of the season, um, rather our first loss since um, the final from last year. Yeah. So for those of you who didn't know, going into uh, the Wisconsin game, we were, was it 31 of 32? And yeah. Um, the one last came from Villanova a year ago. Um, so we were off to our best start in school history. Han, uh, and I went to the Northwestern game when we went 17-0. It
1: was so high.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was really interesting to go from like beating a Northwestern team by 20 points to going to this road game and losing to Wisconsin by 10. Um It was obviously, like, difficult to watch, but we also knew, like, some point we had to, like, lose.
1: Right, and it's basketball, so, I mean, we're pretty good at losing in football, too, like, when we feel the need to do that. but um, It's not like it's football where you're aiming to go undefeated. Mm -hmm. In basketball, you're really just aiming to prepare yourself for March, and so one loss probably does a better job of preparing ourselves for March than winning the entire season would. So it's not the end of the world, but it was still, like – I haven't had to watch Michigan basketball lose in so long. I think the last time I watched them lose, I lost Harley after because she was like <laughs> running away angrily and I was lost to San Antonio because I didn't know where she was. So i glad we didn't deal with that that time. But it's um, just been a while since we watched them lose. And I think that does a lot to, like, if that does a lot to our morale, it probably does even more to the team's morale. Or I don't know, maybe they're better at handling than we are. Let's hope so.
0: But also, like, it didn't hurt as much, obviously, because it was like just a regular season game. And I think, like, a part of us knew at some point, like, it was bound to happen regardless. And it kind of takes the pressure off of our team, which is really good for them because they don't have to live up to this, like, standard of having to keep going at, like, such, like, high stakes. And I think we can feel the solidarity because not only are we no longer undefeated, UVA isn't either. Mm -hmm. So we can kind of share that and Obviously, like, our loss was definitely eclipsed by whatever Duke was doing that week, so it doesn't really matter <laughs> kind of
1: everything in the long do. run. <laughs> eclipsed by whatever Duke is doing that week.
0: Oh. I think, like, our, like, loss to an undefeated Wisconsin was, like, news for, like, five minutes because I think a Duke game was afterwards, so.
1: A Duke game was afterwards. <laughs> they made it very clear throughout that entire broadcast that there was a Duke game on later. Oh, um, yeah. That was UVA. Yeah.
0: yeah you're
1: right. <laughs> um But, yeah, just the season was more hyped than any other Michigan basketball season. I'm... Excited that that's over because maybe I can get a seat in Chrysler again and I want to be way up at the top. Um, but some weird things happened during that game as well, like, um, regardless of if we won or lost. I think the weirdest, quirkiest little thing that happened <laughs> in that game was that some a certain John Teske was our leading scorer. Um, he is so improved from last year, just like looking at how he plays and everything.
0: And without his presence, like, if he fouls early, Uh, You can definitely see the repercussions from that, because when he's pulled from the floor, it looks like (laughs) a nightmare. And having him emerge in such, like, a spectacular fashion since the Big Ten tournament last year, it's a lot more comforting, especially with the exit of, like, three of our, like, dependers. So...
1: Yeah, it was weird. Like everyone was like, Oh, Michigan lost their three-point shooters. And we're like, oh, well, you know, like oh maybe like Teske. Iggy will be on, like
0: Jordan Poole, like literally no, John Teskey was gonna emerge. John Teske is a
1: three-point shooter, everybody. <laughs> I like, think the first time Teske had his first three-pointer, it was against Purdue. And we watched it. Yeah, we were there. What? And Harley goes, he she like goes, You better hope Teskey never tries to shoot a three, it was <laughs> the ugliest three-point <laughs> shot in the world. And then he goes to shoot, and everyone in Christ She's like oh. and harley's like
0: no <laughs> but it went in and it's been going ever since <laughs> i like to think that i'm john tesky's motivator by only is doubting him um, every time he gets the ball she's like no you just like he like has that look and he's like going for the pull-up i'm like please don't <laughs> and then lo and behold sometimes it goes in and i'm like you know if i have to watch it and you, like, make that actual bucket, like, fine. You do you.
1: A lot of times it goes in. You had 15 points against Wisconsin, which is a lot of points. And a lot of points against Northwestern, too. I don't know how many off the top of my head. Um, But Wisconsin also was just a messy game in terms of everything. I think – a lot of people talk about how the Kohl Center is just like the worst place to play basketball. Not for the Wisconsin team, but for us, it was. It's not usually that big of a conversation, like before a game, how the. Atmosphere of the away court is. But the Kohl Center, you hear it nonstop. You're like, oh, Michigan has to go to the Kohl Center. I feel like in football, I really love Wisconsin. They're like my second favorite team because the fans are all so nice and fun. They're like, we're just happy to be here. We like to lose to Michigan. We just like to play Michigan. And then in basketball, it's, they're just the complete opposite of that.
0: Yeah, it's just you playing Ethan Hat for 50 years and... <laughs> when does he go away? <laughs> Um, But that just speaks uh, volumes about the Big Ten road games in general. Um, It's definitely difficult to go on the road against a Big Ten school. And a lot of people don't give credit to that, um, obviously, because we're often eclipsed by the powerhouses (laughs) of the ACC. Um, But... In all honesty, I wasn't that shocked. I was like, if we were going to be delivered a road loss, it would definitely probably be Wisconsin. Um, just, yeah, with all the considerations of atmosphere, just a road game in general, a different kind of mentality, because they were definitely obviously the underdog. Um, they were going against the number two team in the country, and everyone was pulling for an upset. Um, yeah, I think about what a big game that was for Wisconsin. It was a huge game for Wisconsin. Um And I'm pretty sure that's definitely going to, like, hold up their, like, resume, you know, for March. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, like, good for the Big Ten and it's good for Wisconsin. So hats off to them. (laughs) We're still number five. And hopefully that will help you in the long run. So...
1: Just looking at our numbers from the Wisconsin game, our field goal percentage was 40.7%. Our three-point percentage was 27.8%. Harley put a little note. She's like, I thought it would be like 4%. I
0: thought we were talking about the uh, Minnesota game, but that is definitely probably still relevant.
1: (laughs) Um, As a reference, (laughs) against Northwestern, when we won by 20 points, we had 52.5 field goal percentage and 40.7% from the three. So... Yeah, just shooting alone can make a huge, huge difference. We had 16 turnovers against Wisconsin and 10 fouls, which explains a lot of why the game looked so messy and gross to watch.
0: Yeah, to keep in mind, like last year, Michigan was the number two team in the country,
1: right? For, turno- For turno- turnovers. For turnovers, I yeah, we, know that, probably
0: with the fewest turnovers we're averaged oh. around like nine i believe mm-hmm.
1: um and we still have a really low turnover rate right now yes know
0: it's, yeah. that's like a definite yeah. line like emphasis because obviously we can see the repercussions of having a multitude of turnovers
1: yeah um, this is a quote from the Maze Brew Twitter, so quick shout out. Um, they said, <laughs> he didn't score, Matthews had five points, Pool was bad in the second half. It's very unlikely that all of these things happen in a game at the same time, but it did today. And that's kind of my general thought about the Wisconsin game. I'm not worried about the state of Michigan basketball, just like I wasn't, like, Okay, I was kind of excited, but after the Northwestern game when Xavier and John Teske both decided to have, like, fantastic shooting days, which they don't usually do, and a lot of people are like, is this, like, is Michigan basketball changing? Like, is this the beginning of something? It's like, no, probably not, but we have players who sometimes have good days and sometimes have bad days, and when a lot of them have a good day at the same time, we win by a lot, and apparently we can lose when a lot of them have a bad day at the same time. It's
0: a good point, and we can also still, like, maintain – a semblance of a game with some of the worst free throws shooting in the nation. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm also not worried um, if all the pieces are working together. Obviously, we have spectacular results. And we still have plenty of time to build off of the, the mistakes of the last two games to Um, learn from them and move forward um, so we don't have those problems again when it actually matters. Not like these games don't matter. They kind of (laughs) don't. In the long run... Um, we're looking for a different kind of prize. So.
1: I'm glad the like little babies, the freshmen specifically, are learning how to lose too. Because like they literally haven't lost at Michigan. Iggy had never lost at Michigan ever since he became like the little superstar of Michigan basketball. He hadn't right. lost. So um, now he's learning how to deal with that. And I'm glad he's learning now instead of, I don't know if they lost in the Big Ten tournament and they had to go into March off the loss. Like That wouldn't be
0: good. And it also just teaches the... Iggy and the whole team like what it's like to have like a terrible game mm-hmm. He didn't have a single point and he played for 23 minutes mm-hmm. it, <laughs> Yikes and I'm pretty sure that was definitely hard for him because for the majority of the games he has been the leading scorer and kind of the backbone of our offense So Where is he now though? So the same thing with Jordan if um, those two
1: and Charles Matthews Good point
0: If they're not all like working together and in tandem, and if shots aren't falling, it's definitely hurts the ego a lot. And, um, but having them keep shooting, keep, um, attempting to just get out of the the slump, I guess, um, will definitely help. Yeah. Build them as characters and help them move towards their own goals. (laughs) Like in life. I mean, Charles Matthews is a senior, and obviously he doesn't want this on his oh. resume. <laughs>
1: and not even, like, their goals, like, I don't know, like, academically. Oh, no. um, <laughs> Do you want to go into Minnesota? Sure thing. Okay. So I hated the Minnesota game. Yeah, we were there. Yeah. And so if you didn't see it, it was a messy game. Charles Matthews said after the game <laughs> that, like, he doesn't like the term ugly win because he's like a win is a win which is fair but i didn't enjoy sitting there in chrysler watching it um
0: that was mostly just because you're really like not feeling the walk to chrysler
1: i felt like i was in another dimension i'm not even (laughs) kidding my legs are still sore from walking to chrysler through that ice
0: (laughs) but that just shows the dedication that we have in the fan base has to showing up yeah, so like better give us
1: a win over in an ice storm something like that. Um, but so we have like a list of our stats, and our first stat is remember when Isaiah plopped?
0: What does that mean? He just kind of. Oh, I will just go
1: on to the next stat. But he 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 just kind of plopped. Okay, like, no. Isaiah had like, a
0: breakaway, <laughs> and he went up for the dunk, and he missed, and it was right in front of the student section. Well, right
1: in kind front of that, where we were not really the base
0: range section fine the band and us so <laughs> that definitely had to hurt and later on in the game he made a big show to definitely get <laughs> slammed <laughs> on great in front of everyone else to redeem himself you can totally tell yeah I, we funny. were both like we remember i don't know why but i was my like, my like we ain't forget. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, About other stats that are a little bit more depressing, we shot thirteen point. Well, I guess sorry, Isaiah, your popping was kind of depressing. It was
0: funny, but but we shot. But also, just like representative of the game as a whole, like
1: it wasn't as bad. No shots were
0: falling. Everything was going off the rim or off the side of the backboard or over the. thirteen (laughs) point
1: six percent from the (laughs) three. That's, like, imagine sitting watching a game, and only 13.6% of the three-pointers go in. That's what we had to endure.
0: That's what we walked through an ice storm for. To also uh, extend on that point, John Teske was the first person to actually make a three in the game. It was a weird game. I felt like I was in another (laughs) I was still down. Ninety percent of it. I think I needed a Snickers bar or something. Yeah, for the first half, Hannah was not paying like attention at all. I don't know where she went, but like at one point, um, Brandon Johns Jr. came in for the um, as the five, and he
1: hadn't come in since the
0: Indiana game and so. And long. I was like hitting wondering her. Wondering why. It's like Hannah. Hannah, I'm look like, what <laughs> she was exactly like that. I was like, Brandon Johns is in right now, and then she went on like a rant about. Um yeah, you know, the center position in this a hole. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Was
1: like, yeah. So Brandon John's play, there's another point. Apparently, I guess I didn't see it. Um he wasn't in for that long. I think he played like two minutes or something like that. I think
0: he had two free throws and made one, which is <laughs> definitely representative of our free throw shooting.
1: Um yeah, so Harley, you said we should have lost just off of statistics. We were we should have. <laughs>
0: I was reading through the stats from the game, and they like outshot us, out-rebounded us, but apparently, like Iggy's one point from a free throw was enough to change the tide. I guess.
1: What was it that happened at the beginning that you were like, "This is gonna be. It's gonna come down to that." Was it Iggy missing it, like a free throw? It was- Yes. Or no, it was Jordan Poole's two missed free throws. You're like, Jordan the game Poole. is going to come down to those two, two points, points, and I hope yes. it doesn't because of him. No
0: <laughs> um, offense, and it but it did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we should, just to back up a little bit, reiterate that Minnesota is not a good team. This wasn't a game that we're – I mean, not to, like, rag on Minnesota. Clearly they are a good team because they played they a like good team give us a run us. for our money. Yeah, but this wasn't it a game that we had – overtime last year. It's not a game that we were expecting to – Look the way it did. I was hoping for another Northwestern-looking game, especially that we're home again.
0: I mean, they weren't bad. They've only had four losses going into our game.
1: No, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. They are, they aren't bad, but it wasn't a game <laughs> that we're like Wisconsin. A lot of people were predicting that as our first loss. I didn't really see anyone who was predicting Minnesota to be our first loss. Um,
0: yeah, it was nice to escape a two-game losing streak. Thank you, Charles Matthews.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: In honesty, but I think a highlight for me were the amount of steals that I saw during the game. Like our defense was stellar. Yeah, but then they wouldn't shoot. They wouldn't. They but wouldn't then score. our offense, <laughs> yeah, we had so many opportunities to make points off of turnovers, and we absolutely did not. Um, Minnesota had sixteen turnovers. And oh my God. <laughs> we, I don't even know what the stats say about the points that we had off of those, but I know it wasn't many because I watched most of them not like make a shot. We only had six. Um, and I think what? that's, that's the only section that we beat Minnesota in was having fewer turnovers. Wow. I mean, obviously the like actual score itself, but
1: yeah, but just looking at the stats, that's They have a lot to vibe during practice, so that's good. That's a plus. Um, Do we want to move on to the next little section? Sure. All right. So, um, is this when we were?
0: When we wait, where did you go?
1: We kind of already touched on this, but we wanted to give our little view from Chrysler just so you can kind of envision yourself there if you (laughs) have always wanted to be sitting at the very top
0: of, um, (laughs) right above the marching band. You're basically a banner, if I do say so myself, but then you can't see the like stats. Yeah, Over we literally have
1: to search the <laughs> like the stats on ESPN <laughs> because the board is like blocked by the
0: banners. So In there's the, that. Various other beams. Um, we, but it was pure Michigan on the way. <laughs>
1: It was straight up ice on all of the sidewalks.
0: <laughs> I walked through snow ninety percent of the time because it was less slippery. <laughs>
1: Harley made me meet her at the bus stop because she was like, "We're gonna get there early." So I vibe over to the bus stop, like slipping and sliding. <laughs> I get there. We wait there for like four years. The buses were packed. Every single commuter south bus has everyone was had the same idea. <laughs> so if
0: um, you don't know, Michigan has a bus that goes all the way down to Chrysler Center, and. It's only runs on the weekdays, so if there's a basketball game during the week, you can be like, oh, thank goodness, I don't have to brave the winter. I don't have to brave the ice or the elements, I can take the bus all the way down and all the way back. But no, Unless. everyone had the oh, same idea. Yeah, all the North Campus kids definitely beat us out, and... So we had to walk
1: past my crazy. apartment again. So we went all the way to the bus stop, did not make any progress, and we were slipping and sliding the whole way there. This kid was like pretending to be a penguin, and I was like getting annoyed because I was like, that was on the way back. Was Actually, like, you was that brother. me? He was pretending to be a penguin. No, you just had was pretending wandering. to be a penguin. He was like making cow noises, and I was like, dude, like this is how penguins. I But, yeah, so there's your little view of Chrysler. I hope you want to come now and support our team.
0: Yeah. Um, Brave the elements, and um, it's really difficult to try and uh, move your seat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's about it.
1: Um, Well, we kind of already touched on this, but our next section was, like, what are our overall thoughts of Michigan basketball right now and Mm -hmm. whether or not this little rough patch worries us.
0: Um, I think I take comfort in what you've been saying, what John Beeline's been saying. Um, you either make the shots or you don't, and sometimes we do, and sometimes we don't, and that determines our game. And um, I'm not at all worried. I don't really um want to call it like a rough spot, but I guess well, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> I guess like statistically that's what it looks like, but. Um, everyone obviously goes into like a lull at some point. Um, even like our other like national championship contenders did the same thing. So, I think our team this year should take pride in what they accomplished with the first 17 wins and just move forward the best that they can. And obviously, just to like kind of get mad about like Mm -hmm. what. They know they're better, and they've definitely played better, Um, but we can't be seeing the likes of this later. Yeah. No,
1: that's true. I think John Bieland said after the Northwestern game, like, don't get too excited about this. It looks like it was a really good game, but the biggest difference is just that the shots are going in. We aren't necessarily playing any better. Um, And yeah, I mean, this time last year, I barely was following basketball because there just wasn't that much to watch. We weren't as hyped as we are right now
0: that's a good point I didn't go to a game
1: yeah and I honestly kind of prefer that going into March I mean a higher seed is better because it makes your schedule easier for the tournament but it's also nice not to be a UVA who gets (laughs) overhyped like it's nice to be someone who can go in kind of under the radar and surprise people which I think is sort of Michigan basketball's MO and they've kind of lost that ability from being too good I think it's also interesting because I remember over the summer we talked a lot about what Beeline is going to do with such a hyped recruiting class because he had never really had one of those before that was so highly ranked Mm -hmm. and he's kind of known for taking these um, under ranked players and developing them into really good players and now he was given this recruiting class not given but he had this recruiting class that was really hyped from the start and we didn't really know exactly what he was going to do if they were going to if he was going to be able to develop them the way he developed his other players and now we're kind of seeing what can happen and what Michigan looks like when it's a super hyped up team
0: and I think a lot of that comes off of um um, what I read somewhere is that I think like Michigan has presented itself as such because the majority of the team like knows how to like play at high stakes because mm-hmm. the majority of them were in the final and so they they aren't really phased by anything else because they're not the stakes aren't as high right
1: um
0: and I I think it's definitely nice to have like Iggy just like
1: Iggy to Iggy to be in
0: the okay. <laughs> it's definitely nice to have Iggy just um fit in as a nice um, piece. Um to cuz it looks like he, he was there the whole time.
1: And... The, the want to also fit in like a nice piece. Brandon Johns. I just think it would be really nice if they could incorporate him
0: more. <laughs> Um, yeah, John Beeline will obviously work with the depth of the depth of the team um, for the next coming weeks. But I think your, like, six, seven-man rotation is kind of solidifying. So <laughs> we'll see if <laughs> John Teske gets into some foul trouble. I guess yeah. we'll find out.
1: I like your um, analysis that you have here.
0: Oh, that's what I just said. Yeah,
1: yeah if Iggy <laughs> and Charles – are okay wait if iggy and charles and jordan are like i really 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 want to play today and john isn't in follow trouble we're amazing
0: and that is basically the the gist
1: yeah um so we have some superlatives some little awards that we wanted to give our little basketball players (laughs) It was me i don't like that (laughs) um so here we go Do you want to vibe the first one? Yeah, can we get, like, a drum roll? No. Okay, no, yeah.
0: Okay, so most likely to zone out when Brandon Johns Jr. Whoa. (laughs) Anyway, most likely to zone out when Brandon Johns Jr. vibes into the game. (laughs) Hannah Harshi. Yeah, I I didn't want to be there, as (laughs) previously stated. Um, Most
1: likely to miss a three-pointer against Minnesota. Everyone except tesky Iggy, and Isaiah.
0: Well, I don't. I think you put that. I did, but like, who put this one? I'm done doing that. Okay,
1: no, I'll say it because I did that
0: one. Yeah, you did. Um,
1: vibe the vibes, tesky and Xavier. That was specifically for Northwestern, but they really vibe the vibes.
0: They really did. Diaper dandy of the week, aka freshman of the week. Who did we pick? We said <laughs> not Iggy, no offense, but it took him 27 minutes to score one point. Brandon was in for a minute and he had one point from a free throw. So we props pick Zion Williamson. <laughs> Oh, congratulations. Congratulations.
1: Um most likely to go twenty-seven minutes about a point. Well, like honestly, most of the team, because most of them play a lot. But we specifically <laughs> would like to highlight Iggy for accomplishing this feat this
0: week. Shout out to you. Um most likely to slip and miss. Isaiah. <laughs>
1: like really reiterating that we just want to
0: make sure everyone knows and then the most not likely, nearly as bad as Steph Curry but like it was oh, pretty bad
1: I think that's why I like giggled at it so much it was like reminiscent <laughs> of the Steph Curry thing that happened just the day before um most likely to slip on the ice goofing around Jordan probably
0: um yeah player of the week we handed out to John <laughs> <laughs> yeah he
1: did a pretty good job go him <laughs> 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 so we're gonna go ahead and preview our next michigan basketball game which is indiana on the road
0: on the road yeah tomorrow
1: is it tomorrow i th-
0: believe it's. Uh, th-
1: i think you're right shoot um so that's kind of scary we'll be
0: tested on the road again yeah um but indiana has been having some like topsy-turvy season <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, they're on a five-game losing streak currently, and they were at some point ranked in the top 25, I believe, as number 25. Um, but I don't know. They're pretty wounded at this point, and I doubt they're going to want to lose to the likes of us. But um, – It'll definitely be interesting because uh, statistically we are pretty similar as teams. Um, the only difference is our like points allowed. Um, we average about fifty-seven to Indiana's sixty-six, so our defense is a lot stronger than theirs. And but that's just pretty much like reminiscence of the whole like season so far as we're pretty well known for our defense.
1: So we're only favored to win by 3.5 points.
0: Which makes sense because it's definitely, it could either be back and forth or a blowout. I don't really know which one.
1: Remember when Michigan had like never trailed before, specifically in like two games or something?
0: No. Because we trail a lot.
1: <laughs> I, I tell myself that Michigan has never trailed. I told myself that through the entire Wisconsin game when we were
0: behind by quite a bit. To which I responded with a screenshot of the Holy Cross game from like the beginning of the season. <laughs> to which I was shut down immediately. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. Positive vibes only.
1: Indiana uh, should be a good game. It should be probably not that fun to watch, but we'll suffer through it. And we'll be glad that we watched it.
0: I hope.
1: And if we lose, it's literally just another lesson learned. It's not like football where all mess us up that much. I think we'll be fine either way. But it would be nice for Michigan to get back on their game and to watch another win.
0: It's a good point.
1: Um, so we kind of already went over this, but we wanted to say some tips for students going to Michigan basketball games in the winter because it is
0: tough. Um, it really is. It took, like, 30 minutes to get there.
1: And I don't live that far from Chrysler.
0: I'm pretty sure that's, like, normal, but, like, oh, my God.
1: No, it definitely took longer than usual because of all the snow. Um, my biggest tip is if you live on North Campus, get a commuter south as soon as possible because <laughs> you guys are the only ones who can get the commuter south because they fill up by the time they get to Central Campus. And if you live on Central Campus, don't even try to get one just to- <laughs> Don't waste time waiting at the bus stop. Just start walking also an another, hour before the game, two uh, hours, three yeah. hours,
0: four hours, three days. <laughs> also, another tip, if you're like me and you didn't buy um, season tickets, uh, Emish Athletics like emails me all the time with like deals because they definitely want to sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've gone to like games for as low as like $5. So definitely like, keep a lookout for like student deals, um, especially because you want to get in on these like games now. <laughs> Because it'll definitely be more expensive to go if Michigan makes it far in the tournament to go see them. So, um,
1: and also do on it. That, take advantage of that. If you're a student, or honestly anyone and you're not in the Facebook group buying and selling tickets, you miss it's a really good way to get student tickets because if you're a student um, basketball season ticket holder, you have to go to a certain number of games and if you miss more games than you're supposed to, you start losing points and then you're not eligible to get tickets later that season that you've literally already paid for. So a lot of people will try to sell their tickets or at least give them away so that they can get those points so make sure you're in that group so you can catch those students who three hours before the game realize they can't go and they don't want to lose their points for it and also if you have to walk to the game don't wear your white nikes
0: good point wear some snow boots Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Um, so we have a little bit of national basketball news for those of you who want to get a little bit caught up um duke lost to syracuse and it was the most fun i've ever had i wasn't there i was on my couch so was Harley.
0: <laughs> i was with hannah
1: <laughs> we were like pip pip cheerio
0: <laughs> we really did we talked in like stupid fake horrible americanized
1: british <laughs> we accents sound, i was trying to sound australian i was trying to sound like jack white but i don't know what australian no, 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 no,
0: sound like no, no. <laughs> so it was like, definitely a weird
1: this. okay <laughs> <laughs> but that was a fun game to watch and we were like when we watched that we we're like oh my gosh maybe Michigan will be ranked number one and then no, it's no, like no. honestly we can't do it no we'll never be ahead of Duke what was I thinking
0: that's a good point I think it's only a matter of a time before Duke is back at number one. Oh, for sure
1: I asked I asked my cousin I said after the um like, after the Michigan game, before the UVA game, Mm -hmm. I was like, do you think Duke is unbeatable? And he was like, yes. And I was like, you know they've lost twice. And he goes, you know they had the best recruiting class in, like, the history of college basketball. And I was like, they've lost twice. They're not unbeatable.
0: (laughs) So it goes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's pretty much captures the national narrative about Duke. Um, Tennessee is number one in the country, which is probably –
0: I was mad about it, but I understand, because Duke did lose to an unranked Syracuse, only to beat number four UVA, and I wish I was UVA, because I lost to Duke, but, like, moved up in the rankings. Um, <laughs> uh, but just playing Duke moves you up in the rankings. I guess, maybe we should play Duke. Iggy wants to. I don't, don't want to take advice from a freshman.
1: <laughs> um... And then we're just a couple ahead of um, MSU, and we're playing MSU in not that long. Ugh. I really, really...
0: i <laughs> not looking for
1: Yeah. Uh, that's that's one of the too far advanced. So like let's, really wanna... yeah, let's, let's just cut that off. It. Oh, it's I'm not like that. That, that
0: vibes now. <laughs> the only thing that I am happy that the AP did for us is that they didn't put us behind MSU. That's the only thing I'm thankful for. Yes, thank
1: you, AP. Um, And this next little segment, we wanted to call it We Get It Already, because if you follow sports at all <laughs> you know they fixate on the same things over and over again we've touched on this throughout the entire thing because it is so annoying but everyone is in love with duke and it, it's like literally i have to turn on the volume when i watch away games because every time there's a good shot like, that was a great shot from Ign- ignis brazdakis you know who else has a great shot zion williamson and that's so annoying
0: so up. yeah you can be on the most obscure like network specifically the Big Ten Network, because I don't really watch anything else, and they're they probably talking about Duke basketball, Oh yeah, so I oh. guess everyone just wishes they were an ACC announcer. I guess. I wish <laughs> I was there. I wish I was in Coach K Arena. <laughs> Maybe someday.
1: Um, another, we get it already. I don't really fall. Fall? Follow? I, I, I do fall. I don't really follow um, the NFL that much. I occasionally will get kind of into it, but usually I'm like saturdays are for the boys sundays (laughs) i can't believe i just said that but i i usually
0: sundays for homework man
1: yeah sundays are for homework so when i grow up i want to start watching nfl games but i have to spend my sundays doing homework right now (laughs) um but so like some vibes happened the other day and it's all i can see on twitter now so i just like haven't been going on twitter because i'm like i feel left out and confused so there's that
0: just after the AFC and the NFC Championship games? Yes,
1: yeah, so I was playing on the snow during those games.
0: Oh yeah, so we're, we were. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, to no one's surprise ever, the Patriots won. I believe in overtime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No shocker there. Um, but the big news and the most circulated right now is the blown pass interference call during the Saints game. And... It just calls them to question um, just like the imperfectness of like the system and um, how some things are swayed one way or another based off of plays, play callers, coaches, et cetera. And I sympathize heavily with the Saints. (laughs) I've had many a blown call in my life, (laughs) specifically Ohio State when J.M.T. Barrett was short (laughs) and specifically when Trey Burke shot Block was definitely clean, and I'm pissed about it to this day. i um, just put me in a bad mood. No offense, but yeah, I can sympathize. I understand. Um, but at some point, we recognize that the system is never going to be perfect, <laughs> and that uh, we just got to rebuild from that and win. vibe the vibes. Sure.
1: Yeah, that was deep. Thank you. No problem. Um, implement that into my life. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about football. There's not a lot to talk about right now. We actually put the football team into timeout. Yeah. Carly and I did. We um are not allowed to think about them or talk about them for a little bit, but we still do. Um, yeah, there's not that much news in the past week. We we go back the past couple weeks. There are a lot of um, staff changes, but I don't think we're going to go into that because you probably already know by now. But just know that football is coming out of their timeout soon, and we will have some <laughs> more news. Do <laughs> ever come out of their timeout? No, they broke my heart too much. I'm not taking them out.
0: Yeah, no pie for you.
1: Yeah, we're gonna buy. We're gonna um, bake a pie for John Beeline and his little pals. So if anyone's interested and can give me um, their information so I can (laughs) drop off the pie, I really just wanted to like, thank you, thank them for all their efforts. Um, Do we have anything else that we wanted to discuss before we go?
0: Um, I think that's it. It's pretty lengthy. Yeah.
1: Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. I know that was kind of, we're blabbering. We're still learning how to do all of this, but hopefully you had some fun maybe,
0: I had a laugh. It's all, it's all a learning process, you know? It's all a Wisconsin game.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so we're going to move forward and learn just like the basketball team is. We're That's all in right. this together. Um, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to find us on social media, my Twitter is h 227 and my Instagram is hannah.harshie, H-A-N-N-A-H-H-H-A-R-S-H-E. I will follow back if I want to. <laughs> if you want to. Not everyone.
0: What <laughs> fake promises. Um, my Insta and Twitter handles are both the same it's at Harley underscore Johnson X. We'd um, be happy to hear your thoughts <laughs> and to like talk basketball and football. It's like your favorite things to talk about. And yeah. Yeah. If you have any questions, suggestions, vibes. Vibe the vibes. Feel free to drop that.
1: Um and then just as a reminder, our podcasts are available under Mazen Brew Podcasts on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, directly on Maze and Brew. So don't forget to subscribe and rate and spread the word. Tell your friends. Pass out business cards. You can give people blueberry pies with little, like, you
0: know. Uh, specifically, MGO um, Blueberry. Um,
1: go Blueberry Pie. <laughs> and on that note, we'll uh, see we'll you see in you two later. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs>